welcome to yet another episode of what is now your favorite podcast, El Patio. How are y'all? Just answer that question real quick in your head. Um, But for today's episode, I have a very magical guest. And I know I've said that about a lot of different people who have come on already. Um, But her name is Rachel. Miss Rachel is my past neighbor from my last neighborhood. I actually love thinking about that. (laughs) We need to tell the story about that. Because sometimes I think about... Me asking you to move my couch that one time, and you were like, I had known you for like two seconds, and you were like, Wait, I'm like a small girl. <laughs> I can't move this I, couch. Anytime anyone asks me to move something heavy, I'm like, um, I'm a hundred pounds. Yeah, literally, like the couch is bigger than you. Like, I can hide it. Um, How did I first meet you? So, it's just for context, y'all. We lived in this building in Brooklyn, which is nice, but we had some like robbery issues with our packages (laughs) and then I remember I just saw her one day coming in and I was just like just so you know packages are getting stolen oh yeah you were like is one of your names Abby and I was like oh yeah that's my neighbor or that's my roommate and you're like well I've seen your packages and like all of her packages are getting stolen and I was like wow thank you so much and then two days later I get my packages stolen which jokes on the robber because that was the bag (gasps) of Tootsie Rolls that I accidentally ordered, the five-pound bag, instead of the... I was, like, really craving those Tootsie Rolls that are, like, the flavored Tootsie Rolls. I don't know if the listeners will know what those are. But I was craving it, and I did think it was weird that the bag was $14 when I bought it off Amazon, but I was like, whatever, I'm doing it anyway. Turns out it was a 365-piece bag. (laughs) Screaming. But it got stolen at first from a robber. So I hope somewhere out there he's enjoying (laughs) the candy still to this day. I'm sure. But yeah, no, no, we had a lot of issues. So we essentially trauma bonded, which is how I've met a lot of people, unfortunately. Love. Um, But here we are. It creates the strongest vibes. Created the strongest vibes. Like, and another thing that I'll say about Rachel, and then she can answer that for herself right now. She's not originally from New York. So I would love to ask you what your patio was growing up, where you're from, and then versus what your community is nowadays. Totally. So originally, sorry to cough on the air, originally um, I'm from Kentucky, Lexington, Kentucky, a little small town, not that small, but it is Kentucky. So it's like, I think we have not even a million people in the town. Um, University of Kentucky. In the town or in the state? In the, oh my gosh, no, the state has more than a million, but just the the city where I'm from. Okay. So, like, in in Kentucky, there's, like, three main cities, really. And it's Lexington, Louisville, and maybe, like, Bowling Green, which is kind of close to Tennessee. Yeah, educate us. Yeah, like, let's crack open those history books. Like, here's the geography lesson of the day. (laughs) So, we are a southern state, but it's, like, the most northern southern state, which, like, is too too many details, but whatever. So, we're part of the south. I am from Lexington, Born and raised my whole life. Literally grew up going to a small private school Mm -hmm. from kindergarten through senior year. So my community was like every one of the same people. Like we've all just, it's a small town too. So it's like we would live together. We would go to school together. Like everyone is just in the same environment. Mm -hmm. So um, it was like a, it's like I had a lot of friends, but it was... A very tight-knit circle. Mm -hmm. So we all grew up together, whatever. Um, And then a lot of those people went on to go to the same college, University of Kentucky. So there was, like, a core group of us that really have all stayed friends. I actually, on the way over here today, was planning our 10-year high school reunion, which is, like, so psychotic. You're, like, the mayor everywhere. (laughs) I like to bring people together. I really do. Like, I like to have people together. I like to host parties. I like to, like be entertaining others. Um, So I planned, I'm planning that. We're all still like very close. Then in college, I was able to like expand out the circle, met other different people from like different avenues. Um, And yeah, it was really just like a super close community. And I think that that was one of the hardest things coming from that to then New York. So I moved here in 2019. So I did have one year before the pandemic, but I literally one 
barely their year where I was working retail, so I didn't even have a life hardly to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not true. I did love it. I just like didn't have any money, and I didn't have yeah a not normal schedule. Money in New York and working on weekends brutal. It's just very brutal. Difficult. Who's gonna be free on Tuesday? Like no one, <laughs> literally no one. So it was just tough. It was definitely like an adjustment coming from community where I had known people for 24 years, everyone's best friends, to then here. I did have really amazing roommates, though, that, like, helped make me feel at home, but then also opened up, like, meeting other people for me, as well as the the place where I worked. So I moved up here. Originally was working in fashion, worked at Kate Spade, and became really close with the retail family there. Yeah, I think, like, working in retail, which I kind of did when I did <laughs> styling a couple of years ago. Yeah. Because, like, the job is a lot, you tend to bond with so many people. Completely. That, like, they tend to become, like, your friends eventually. Yeah. Or, like, they stay your friends after, even after you leave. Yeah, completely. And, like, we all, we still talk today. And they really were just, like, a a very welcoming group of people, like, when I first mm-hmm. came here. So they're amazing. But it is, like, my community in Kentucky versus here is wildly different. Yeah, can you tell us about that? <clears throat> it's just... Like, we all knew each other. We all grew up together. We all, like, it was really, like, family. And I think that's something that I struggle with is just making, not having the comparison of, like, 24 years in Kentucky versus three years here where one of them was the pandemic. Um, Or two. Yeah. Literally. I mean, yeah, like, it's still going on. But, like, the intense lockdown of 2020 really was, like, the full year. And so it was, like... I can't look at my social circle right now while it is great and it's amazing, but I can't compare it to my 24 years of growing up in Kentucky and having these, like, intense friendships. It also is a thing – I was reading about this the other day where it's, like, when you're in your mid-20s, this shift starts to happen because, like, in high school and growing up and in college, everything is very centered around everyone's doing everything At the same time. Like, everyone in high school is doing the exact same thing because it's, like, you're on the cheer team and everyone's doing cheer and everyone's together. Or, like, everyone's going to football games or everyone is doing this activity. In college, it's even the same thing where it's, like, you have these things that, like, are really designed to be... You have clubs. Yes. Like, everyone's going to parties. And I think the age thing, too, it's, like, you're putting a bunch of young people together. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, if you move to a new city, that doesn't mean that even every one of your friends... It's going to be your same exact age. Completely. And sometimes you can find those people 100%. Especially if there's 8 million people here. Like, you can totally do it. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) But, like, in college and high school, like you mentioned, I feel like everyone's, like, in that same wavelength. Yeah. Everyone's the same. Whereas, literally, when I moved here, the people I was working with in retail were in their 30s. And I was like, wait, my best friends are 33, and I'm 24. You know, like, it was just, like, such a difference. Still great friends, but just very different. So, that was an adjustment because I also was like, I want to just be able to go over to my friend's house Mm -hmm. and just, like, hang out on the weekdays and just, like... You know, in Kentucky, I'm used to going over to my guy friend's house and just, like, chilling for the whole day, doing nothing. Whereas here, they're like, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? We're going to hang out for two hours. No, literally. And, like, then we're done. So, it's kind of, like, an adjustment, but it is good. Like, everything's good. The communities are definitely different. But, again, like, really not comparing. It's not fair to compare the three years here to my entire life in Kentucky. Yeah, and I think, like, people who move to New York, and even if they're not, like, originally from here, they want to put out that, like, tough, like, outside yeah. and all of that, which sometimes it's probably, like, not genuine either. Like, they think just because they're moving here, oh, this is the image, and this right. is who I have to be. Whereas I think you and I do come from, like, warmer places. Yeah. It's like, even me being from the Caribbean, like... You're friends with your neighbors. Completely. Like, everyone knows each other. Like, they show up at your house. You're drinking coffee in the yes. afternoon. Yes. You're gossiping at a specific time. I mean, that's why I also created this podcast. Right. So we can create that atmosphere that may be lacking 
or may not be lacking too for some folks right. that live in a big metropolitan area, which again can be very difficult. Yeah. Um, that but- was that's funny too about the neighbors because I'm in the same mindset where I'm like, I want to be friends with everyone. And so whenever I would tell people like, oh, you're friends with my neighbors, they were like, of course you're friends with your neighbors. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, it's milk is cool. Like, but she's I, amazing. I love that. But like, see, I always wanted that. Yeah. I never knew my neighbors before ever. Yeah. Like, I lived in Jersey City before I lived in Brooklyn, and we kind of knew our neighbors, but we never spoke with them. Yeah. And then before that, I lived in Harlem. I saw my neighbor that lived above us maybe once in, like, a whole year. That is so wild. And then, like, never again. Like, I didn't even know his name. And then when I kind of told you about that and I said you were friendly, I was just kind of like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is so refreshing. (laughs) Like, I've always wanted to have, like, a neighbor friend. Yes. I mean, your name on my phone is still Rachel Neighbor. No, I'm not kidding you. It's literally a smoke in parentheses neighbor. But you're more than a neighbor. Literally, of course. But that's so true. And it's also, like, to the people listening, let this be your, like, assignment Become friends with people in your building because it would be so fun. Imagine a world so where fun. you can just walk down the stairs and like walk into your neighbor's house. I mean, even that's go- my dream. Exactly, and like even going back to what you mentioned of college, like we were all in the same area. Like, right? I miss just like walking down the hall or down the street to go to my friend's dorm. Yeah, or like sleeping over after we went to a party. Completely. Like I kind of miss that as an adult sometimes. So I even tell my friends all the time now that I live alone that like you can crash anytime. You can come one million anytime. percent. Like, just visit me. Like I just try to tell everyone that because. I love having that aspect of community and, like, the close-knit situation. Yeah. Even if it's people from all walks of life because, like you mentioned, all my friends even here, too, are from work, from... Yes. I'm meeting you, like, from someone who I met at a party. Yeah, It's, like, random people who are all from, like, different groups. And people here are much more... Not that they're not in Kentucky, but, like, (laughs) you can meet people in a random, like, grocery store here and then be friends with them, whereas in Kentucky, you just might not, like, see them again. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And I feel like, I guess, actually, people could maybe say the the opposite of that for New York, but I, mm-hmm. in my experience, it is, like, you can just meet people anywhere. Yeah. So I love it. I agree. I agree. And so that's another, my community. Love that. Um, but another thing that we definitely kind of bonded over, I think, the first time I went to your apartment or you came to mine during, like, a snowstorm. Yeah. Oh, my know. gosh. I needed your wine opener. I was like, S-O-S. I have to take a bubble bath and I cannot find I my wine opener. And I, was, I remember I was even alone that day. And yes. I was like, you can stay. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Like, Literally. Please, I need company. Yeah. But I remember, like... You, one of the first questions you asked me was like, do you watch TV? I'm crying. And in all honesty, I was like, oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Like, let's talk about that. This, let's dive into all the shows that we watch. And I think we probably named in that moment, like 10, 15 shows. Completely. Within a span of like 15 minutes. Completely. So we're just like, okay, do you watch this? Do you watch that? What do you think of this person? What do you think yeah. of that person? Because truly I was like... Also, at that point, I was just ripping through. Last winter, I was ripping through, like, TVs on TV shows on Netflix, like, any sort of reality show. I, like, could not get it off. Yeah, but Because I, I think that is Love is Blind vibes. Was that one? Oh, in Cheer? Is that whenever Cheer was happening? It was, like, yes. Yes. It was, was it the second Psychotic. season? I think so. Yes. It was when, I think we talked about yes, that. Yes. We I were, think like, so what too. do you think of what's going on? Yeah. There was a lot of tea in that season. A lot of drama. And there was a lot of unpacking they had to do. Yes. It was, like, SOS damage control on the person that we made you fall in love with last year. He is a monster. A literal monster. Literal. That was crazy. Literally. He's in jail now, I think. I think he was sentenced. I think he's in jail. He's as in he jail. should be. Exactly. But yeah, no, it was like the person like that literally did the most PR. That everyone loved. We all did. Oh, beyond. People were telling me I was the female version of him. <laughs> like, imagine my shock when I'm seeing what that horrible name? revelation. Wait, Jerry? Jerry. I'm like, should we even say his name? But yeah, we should. Jerry. Jerry. For the people who watch or didn't watch. But essentially, this person was the most popular cheerleader in the show. And yeah, he went to jail for... (laughs) I don't even want to say it. I don't want to say it. I will say it. But 
him laughing at you being like, he was amazing, he was perfect, and he went to jail. Like, yeah, he did go to jail. He was a secret monster for, like, child... Child abuse, credit, porn, yeah. whatever, like, all of that. We like, know. issues. We're yeah. not look lawyers. It up. Look We're it not up. lawyers. We're not lawyers. And also, just look it up. Like, I, we can't yeah. get into the details, but it was twisted. Yeah. So inappropriate. I think that's the first time we talked about, like, yes. not just, like, reality TV, but just, like, TV in general. Completely. So I know that we're going into, like, the colder months. We're coming out of... You know, summertime, fall right. time, which is literally two seconds in New York. Right. But, you know, we're living for it for the moment. But this is when people are literally like, let's stay in, let's Netflix and chill. I'm about to be and amping up the TV again. Literally. Completely. So let's kind of do a roundup for yeah. El Patio listeners. Love. And give recommendations that we both love and kind of explain a little bit of the tea maybe outside of those shows and within the shows and go from there. I absolutely love. So I feel like my... Normally, I'll do, like, reality TV, and then I'll also do, like, a easy-watching show, maybe, like, an easy Grace and Frankie or something like that, Mm -hmm. and then also kind of, like, a scary show. I feel like my number one obsession right now... What is my number one obsession right now? Obviously, like I was telling you earlier, it's always Housewives for everything. Real Housewives. I'm, like, such a Bravo girly. I know you're not such a Bravo girly. I'm not, but I feel like if it was all, like, on, like, Hulu... I think they are now. Yeah. Are they on Hulu? Because sometimes, like, it's just because, like, as an adult, I haven't had cable. I mean, surprise. I'm a fucking millennial. Literally. So, like, at this point, it's just kind of, like... I, I think that's the reason why yeah. I don't. But I did start, and I told you this at some point, the Real Houses of Utah, only because psychotic. I heard that shit was wild. Very psychotic. Mary sleeping with her grandfather, which was crazy. <laughs> it was like her grandma set her up. It was her grandma's dying wish that Mary took over the church that they were in. And that could only come about by her marrying her grandpa, her step-grandpa, or something. I think it's a step. I think it's step-grandpa, but even then, like, I was like, the tea in here is, like, amazing. But no, I just, literally. like, never continued. Completely. I think, like, the problem is, is that, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know where you watch Bravo stuff, but the when that one came out, they only had two episodes yeah. on Hulu, and then after that, it was like... You have to pay for like YouTube TV or one of those. Right. And I'm like, okay, I already pay for too many. I'm paying for too much. I can't give so I another subscription. I just couldn't yeah. keep up. Yeah. And I know right now, like that specific housewives show has even way more tea. I know you were saying that earlier. Way more tea because one of the girls, Jin Shaw, is like in one of those schemes. Like she was caught. You know how you will get those like calls that are like telemarketers like your car insurance has expired she's in one of those it's not quite car insurance but it's something where they were taking like you won the lottery old people's information like 55 and plus so you're already disturbing and disgusting for going after the poor old people right she would get their information get some sort of money from them and then sell their information to other telemarketers so that they could continue to scam them but apparently Oh, gosh. And then she would get kicks, like, kickbacks of their scams. It is disturbing Wait, beyond so is belief. it, like, now, is that <clears throat> all fully confirmed? Or is it allegations No, yeah, you right know now? what? I should have said allegedly on all this so nobody comes no, for you. No, it's okay. It's allegedly. Okay. allegedly. Everything was allegedly. And have they talked about it on the show? Or is this all, like, It's just- going into this season. That's, like, what... They talked about it last season. But this season is whenever she has officially... She was in New York, like, four months ago. Pled guilty. Oh, so yeah. it's gone. So, so she did do it if she was guilty. She did it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so moving on to the next one. So drama. Yes, I could talk about Housewives forever. I'm so sorry. No, um, let's talk about Housewives of New York. Yes. That I yes. know. Like, I don't watch that one. Obviously, like, I, I mean, I'm from Jersey. So, like, Housewives of Jersey. Like, I know most of them were, like, mob-related folks. Right. And which is a horrible stereotype because most people aren't but whatever apparently on. one of the girls well, who was in Teresa, the show like i know well, yeah I've heard of her of so course. one of the women her name i think was caroline manzo it well it was caroline manzo but i think the story's about her sister or like maybe her cousin or something i don't know some point someone in their life was killed and the head showed up on the front lawn 
Wait, what? So, like, talk about mob. Again, all of this is alleged. I, we don't need the mob Alleg- coming after you. Oh, my gosh. That's the last thing we need. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. And, like, we do not support that. But back to New York. Okay. So, what if some social media, because it was all over the place, and I feel like some of the older, like, I don't want to say older because it's just kind of rude, but some of, like, the, you know, older influencers, like, right. ranges, like, 35, 38 40 that they already have kids like, yeah they were all apparently i don't want to say fighting for the spots of the new housewives but they were saying like we're gonna be, like revamp yeah it's gonna be all really cool people that actually resemble the city because there's a lot of cool people right there. and it very much before was just white women on the upper east side Right. Completely. Like, they weren't, like, in media or, like, they weren't, right. like, career woman. Like, I think now it seems from even my quick Google search. Yeah. It's a little bit of everything. Everyone. our beloved Jenna Lyons. Beloved. I'm so thrilled to just get such an inside look into her life. I'm really excited for everyone because I also think it's important they have, like, culturally different people in different religions like there's like gonna be like more of an emphasis on like this one maybe not more of an emphasis but just highlighting this one person who's jewish like and she's like very loud and proud on social media like very interesting to just like see these things and i think that actually shows new york yeah because like there's a lot of jewish people here. right right you know there's a lot of diversity um even if they're famous and whatever like there is a lot of diversity even within all of that yeah that people don't think about and they could live in the upper east side too but yeah live wherever but just just, let's get some other people let's get some diversity in there yeah even job wise we're talking like there's someone who's like more corporate i mean jenna lyons she was creative and corporate yeah so we have a little bit of everything there as opposed to just have them be someone's wife completely there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you choose gorgeous but this is more of a reality check. And it's I more feel. just like highlighting the city, as you're saying. Mm-hmm. And there's gonna be two. So there's like the newcomers and then there's also like the OG legacies. So they're gonna do that? So they are gonna do that, and I feel like that will be more of the older people that have been on before. Okay. Which whatever, we'll see how it goes. Like no, it I could mean, be interesting. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um and talking about going from housewives, I know you stopped watching this, but I'm just kind of finishing at this point, Bachelor in Paradise. Yes. And I feel like there was just drama that happened on this last week's episode or something. Like, I feel like I was seeing something crazy. There's always drama. But honestly, like, as we know, it's so, like, probably very fabricated at this point. Um, I just watch it for, like, I don't know. I kind of want to see who ends up with who and, like, that's pretty much it. But... I mean, the Bachelor franchise overall, which, again, we were also talking about that earlier, like, when you force an engagement, like, just bad things are going to happen. Yeah. Like, they shouldn't. In, like, eight weeks. Yeah, they should not need it. And that's another thing I think of, too, with Love is Blind that we can definitely talk about in a second. But it's like, why does it have to end with engagement? It can just be, if you were, if I literally came to you and I was like, it's my guy. I met someone eight weeks ago and I'm obsessed with him and now we're engaged. She'd be like, run, red flags, this is iconic. And if I was like, I met someone, he was dating a million other people at the same time as me, but I know that we're meant to be and we're engaged, it'd be like, no. I mean, it's very confusing for them too. Like whoever is the bachelor or the bachelorette, I mean, just that whole situation. It's like you're quote unquote dating 30 people, but I feel like that creates one, a lot of confusion for them. And then at the end you're rushing to choose whoever you're like going to get engaged to. And it's like, okay, but I had really strong connections with like four people, right? which by the way, everyone obviously gave a lot of shit to um, Clayton who was the last bachelor and a lot of people didn't want him to be because he was just, you know, like a basic boy from the Midwest. Okay. So, which was, you know, what they were trying to stay away from. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, you know, he got so much hate because he did say he was in love with like the last three girls. But it's like, how can they not be? It's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. And then I feel like it's confusing. You're going on all these dates and like you have your own alone times and then you, again, are rushed to make a decision and it's just, it's not rational. Yeah. And for each date, one of the things I'm just thinking about too, for each person, you're imagining a future with them. Like, that's so confusing. That is unbelievably confusing because someone smiles at me and I'm like, we're getting married. Like, I could see a future. Like, 
someone opens up a door for me and I'm like, it's a gentleman. And I'm in love with you. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just would be so confusing. So we're not sending Rachel to the bachelor. Yeah, there like, was a time when I was like, I have to go on. And then it's like, no, that's, that does not need to be in the cards for me. I don't think you want that. I mean, I definitely. I mean, most of the girls at this point, and the guys as well. um, I mean, we all know they go for their social following. It's all about the thing. Like, maybe two or three of them actually want to get married, but sometimes like they don't even care about the person. Again, they're forcing the marriage situation. So you're like, okay, I'm ready to get married. I'm ready to get married. I'm ready to get married, and I get that, and I get like that's your goal, and that's where you want to be. But I feel like forcing it with someone who may not even be a good match, it's going to end up very badly. Horribly. I mean, essentially, everyone from the last few seasons has broken up with right. their significant other, except Matt James. Right. Which, I mean, he had his own drama, but he ended up being just in a just normal a relationship. relationship because he's like, I need to get to know this girl more. Like, Completely. yeah, I'm in love. But I want to get to know her, and guess what? They're probably one of the few that are still together. Yeah, and they seem, according to TikTok, very happy. They, I mean, they look like they're still going. Like, gorgeous. Whereas everyone else is done for. Yeah, <laughs> which also, okay, so that is, now I want to go into Love is Blind, because that was another thing that we would talk about. I have been obsessed with Love is Wine for season one and season two. I have not seen season three yet. Yeah, we haven't. Neither of us. Okay, yeah. okay. I didn't know if you yeah. had seen it yet. No. So I am very excited. Like, just even hearing what I hear from, like, TikTok, it, like, seems like it's got some interesting characters. Like, there's this one girl who is, like, working out in the room as one of the guys is, like, confessing her love. Wait, his for love season three? For season three, but I haven't seen. Okay. But that is one of the issues I have with Love is Blind, Seasons one and two, because why do you have to end it with marriage? You haven't even seen the person. Just when you think it couldn't get crazier with The Bachelorette, where you're like, they're dating all these people. Now we don't even see them. We literally are locked in a box. And it's expected. It's so crazy. Like, it's way less time. It is like a pressure cooker. You, you go from literally being this delicious baked potato cooked in an oven to being a baked potato thrown in an air fryer. Like, you're literally thrown into the air fryer, expected to come out. Maybe you will come out. I mean, the worst part, even from season two, to kind of even backtrack, is that there was someone, I mean, what's his name? Jarrett? (gasps) Yes. Okay. Horrible. And spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't, like, watched it. But, I mean, y'all should cut. Y'all should yeah. have cut up at this you point. Should and like I don't know how you're not seeing it online. But exactly. You have got but up. Jared like essentially like proposed to someone who said no, and then he proposed to his second choice. Imagine, which imagine being the second choice. Exactly, and then it's just kind of like, why would you do that? Like this is on TV <laughs> as is. Like I'd rather leave a like single. At that point, give it up. Like it's not working for you. You fell in love with this person. It didn't work. So now you're with somebody else. Ayana was her name. Ayana. Ayana, I'm poor girl. She was so sweet. I loved her so much. Like she gave it a chance. She, she gave it a chance. She gave it a chance. And then he just was not in it. Oh, so but many he of those couples were interesting. But the thing with him was that he was also in this head and like that machine that like even with the bachelor or like all these people that like they're like I'm trying to get married. Yeah. So Jared definitely was just like my goal is to get married. He would yeah. never say I want to marry you, Ayana. It was just more like. I want to get married. I need to leave with this being successful. So, so like I need to be married. People get stuck in that mindset. And Completely. that's, you know, like, part of society, too, that, like, you know, at one point or another, we're just kind of, like, we reach an age or a point right. in our lives where, like, you need to be married. More for right. women than men, unfortunately. Unfortunately, But yeah. he felt like, I just need to be married. Yeah. And he forced that shit. Yeah. And honestly, whenever I think about the other couple, too, that did end up Wait, getting married. Wait, did Nick? Yes. Okay. When, this is another thing, when they go home from Love is Blind, and then you're, like, seeing the apartment, they should have known right then and there it was not going to work. Like, she is, like, dancing on tables, breaking the tables, having the time of her life. This man is, like, a square. He, like, had nothing in the house, nothing fun. Like, it just, it was, like, you're not connected. Like, you're thinking too much about the fact that you have to get married, and not that you all are even compatible. They were not compatible at, at all. all. I mean, not even just like from hobbies or anything like that, but their personalities. Their personalities were just at all were not compatible. Literally, she's like not 
good yeah. together. At I all. feel like I can see them being friends, but I cannot see them like getting married. No. And even it's just like even their vibes. Like I feel like Nick was more like your hipster boy who like makes his own toothpaste, which he kept talking about. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Did he am I thinking of the right person? Who's the one that's saying all the time? That's not this guy. No, that's Okay, Sal- good, good, good. Salvador. Salvador. Okay, so I we mean, are talking about Nick. Two not. That also was another one where I was so like... It was Salvador and Mallory. Yes. And Mallory was just kind of like a girl that worked for a nonprofit, yes. cared for the world, but had tons of trust issues. Yeah. Which, I mean, who can blame her? But she was the girl who... Who Jared wanted to marry. Exactly. And she was like, no, I'm going with Salvador, which I could go... I could write a thesis on Salvador. Literally, he was such a sweet McGee. I loved him in the wedding, cute. However, put put the violin away. Whatever he was even playing, put the ukulele away. Ukulele, he would yeah. sing one of his songs that he sang. No offense, if you happen to be listening to this, Salvador. Um, it was embarrassing. Like I was like, what is his song? Like it was something but crazy. Like, I feel <laughs> like, and maybe this is just me, like speculating and stuff they were trying to connect so hard yeah on the fact that they were both latin right and like i'm latin myself and like i totally get that like we all try to find our people from different ethnicities maybe religion or from our own community yeah but that doesn't mean that you need to force a connection with that person right because they're a part of your community. No, literally. And they didn't really mention literally. that all the time. But it's so true. Like, oh, I'm Mexican. Oh, I'm Mexican too. And like, yeah. I love that. I, I loved it. And yeah. I really wanted it to work because, you know, we need to keep showing more people of color on TV, especially right. like the love stories. Because I think some of the times we just see the heartbreaks. Right. Which is unfortunate. It's just for, again, representation. And it's not always the truth. But again, their connection, which is not there. Their like, connection was Salvador, not there. Salvador, which is this very vulnerable boy who mm-hmm. loves music and like very quiet but like also like a good listener yada 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 whereas Mallory was just kind of like you know strong woman which we respect right of course but again it was just not I feel like they were always arguing about everything and like they would oh, never come to uh you know they would never come to a positive ending yeah so what about with the reunion? Because I saw how there were the two couples that were staying together, and then now they're both broken up. Every, everyone's broken Everyone's up. gone. So there was a lot of tea in the reunion, okay. and spoiler alert, I want to talk about it right now. I'm ready. <laughs> because I haven't even watched it, but I'm ready for you to spoil it. But essentially, I don't like Salvador anymore. Really? I did it. He was such a sweetie. And then at the end of the wedding, whenever he was was like. like, He's the victim. Yeah. Mallory mistreated him. Yeah. Girl, no, I take that shit back because he brought in this new girlfriend. And again, I'm all for woman empowerment. I think if you have a strong personality, all of that, which I think I do, I think you do. Right. I don't think having a strong personality is something negative. I just want to like say that right now. But he brought in his girlfriend to the his new girlfriend to the reunion, who's more like a theater girl and whatever. But she was trying so hard to be on camera. Oh. And she was trying so hard to make Mallory com- uncomfortable. Really. Whereas Mallory, at that point, I feel like she already did not want to talk about the past with Salvador, and she was already still hurting actually yeah from that relationship because she wanted to get engaged although they had their problems right she actually wanted to be with him so the girlfriend comes in mad dramatic and then salvador kept saying in all the interviews that mallory like hooked up with one of her guy friends and all these things that weren't said before but then she kept denying those allegations she said she actually had a guy friend but they were just hanging Didn't out. Okay. And she did say, like, even during the season, and I'm sure you remember that, she kept saying she was a tomboy. Yeah, and that's even whenever we're thinking about who Salvador is, this, like, kind, like, sensitive man. Mm-hmm. She also kept saying, I need, like, a guy who's, like, a manly man and who, like, watches right. sports and who goes to the bar. And I just was like, that's not... That's not him. Right. Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> but, like, I think going back to the point, just, like, just to end it here about, like, their tea. Yeah. Is that... I think she has a lot of guy friends. Okay. Like, I don't think she necessarily... And again, this is all, like, allegedly because I wasn't there. Right. But 
she, I don't think she's just like out there hooking up with her guy friends. Yeah. Because she knows a lot of guys. Okay. And she's into sports and she hangs out with all these boys. I also don't like when the guy doesn't like if you have guy friends. Like sometimes it's like, just yeah, like the vibe. I like again, like he just kept like bringing on all these allegations okay. and stories saying that she cheated on him and like that he doesn't you know like he was he protected her during their reunion before the after the altar and he didn't want to bring it up just to quote unquote protect her okay but now you know the new girlfriend i will never forget this moment she went up to mallory and again mallory was just keeping to herself she wasn't trying to talk or like bring on drama she probably just did the after the altar because they probably told her like do you want to do this yeah but honestly she did not want to be featured in drama and you could tell really and she was just like in this kitchen because they all got together for natalie's birthday another special character but they got together for natalie's birthday whatever in this cabin but salvador's new girlfriend just went up to mallory and literally told her i was never worried about you like i never was worried about you what? when we started dating. Like, she essentially said, I didn't give a fuck about you. I'm crying. And it's just kind of like, okay. Like, okay. Even if you were not worried about me, I feel like in that moment, I personally would have been hurt because, like, I technically was engaged to this yeah. person. And also, if you're not worried about me, why are you going out of your way to tell me that you're not worried about me? Don't worry about me then. Don't worry about me, sweetheart. Like, that, live on your own. You know how then the internet went wild after I that. I need to watch this. people were like, Salvador just became the, you know, the villain. Literally. Like, the girlfriend. And, like, and I get it. Like, things are edited. And, like. Of course. I can fucking critically think about right, these things. Right, right. But I, why would you do that? No, literally. Like, even if you want to go on a Netflix show, like. I would have rather just, hey, Mallory, like, nice to meet you. Yeah. And keep to myself and stay with my man. No, literally. That's it. Huh. But, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, and then obviously none of them are together. Of course. I, I am not obviously surprised because from the beginning, I think anyone who was a viewer knew that we're all none horrible of this. matches. Yeah, none of this is working. Literally not one. I mean, Natalie, what was the other boy? Shane. Shane. Literally, I was like, what was? I'm like imagining his crazy eyes in my head. He was wild. not a good match. Not a good match. Wow. Okay, so I'm very excited for season three of Love is Blind. That'll be so good. Do you ever watch the ultimatum? No, and I need to watch that because that is like... Hot my Trash head McGee. spinning. I love. Like, it was another wild experiment. And for people who haven't watched it... Or you probably have at this point if you listen to this podcast. I'm dead. <laughs> the ultimatum was just people testing their relationships and dating other people. That but like my is crazy. was like literally like this is insanity. Do you think you could ever go on a show like that? Hell no. I know for a fact I could never. I no. could never. I mean, first of all, like my parents, I mean, although my dad doesn't speak English. <laughs> but like my family would watch it or yeah. like my cousins would like gossip about yeah. it or like... No. I would just, just never. And no, and like your life changes and like the internet will bully you. Right. Like, I don't know. Like I feel like I don't have the mental capacity. No, not at all. Oh my gosh, it would be horrible for me. I also would be unbelievably jealous. Like I it just would not work. On like a game show, something like the circle. Or oh my gosh, I've literally applied to be on the circle. You did? Literally. Like I, I had this it's such a long story, but I essentially applied they were like fill out your application like finish this out and I never even completely finished it this was back two years ago what mm-hmm. a year and a half ago and I really feel like I need to finish it out and go on that show you have to Honestly, or I, I could do the amazing race like I really want to do I've the amazing never race that one. oh my gosh but it's like a lot of running and a lot of like no, I see you the circle. Of the I see you yeah. the circle because I can see you like either playing someone or literally completely playing yourself literally and I'm not going to lie. I've told some of my friends who I think would be good for the circle to play like they're me. I'm <laughs> crying. Because I'm like, I don't want to be on, but yeah, like, you, but you can use, use my, my face. I'm so dead. They even ask you that in one, as you're like applying, they're like, if you're not selected, are you okay if they use your face? And I was like, no, I want to be on. Like, you're no, getting yeah. me. No, like, if I did it, I would go in as I need myself. Me. Literally, I would need um, me. And for people who haven't watched the circle, it's essentially like a social media game show and like you create a profile kind of like a social media profile 
and some people are catfish and some people aren't. So you kind of have to go with that personality that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, or you you are like some people go as their parents, which I think that always. Goes I would wrong. be so bad because if someone asked me a question like what happened in 1960, I'd be like. I have no clue. Right, is that like, when we landed get, on the moon? People, I don't even know. People get deep. No, deep. And, like, they will, like, say They will snuff you out. And, like, they'll create alliances and get you the fuck out. Yeah. Even though I think the first guy that won was a catfish. Actually, no, no. He Joey? Wasn't. Joey wasn't. He wasn't. I loved He won Joey. as himself. He was. He loved Literally him. loved him so much. The last people, too, I really liked. I forget the one who won. Let me think who, who they were. He was, like, a social worker... Who was the one that won? Because I very did like about, the people. like, body positivity. He was very, 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 like, authentic. Oh, what was his name? Yeah, I love it. I love the circle. So I could go in the circle. I would I be so down. I think you should. I and love that. We all should pressure Rachel yeah, literally. after this episode and tell her <laughs> to go in the circle. I love. I love that. So how about any other, like, fall, winter shows that you're loving right now? One that's, like, a light, easy show. Like, if you're going home, you want to watch it with your family, you're needing something to turn on, let's say, at Thanksgiving, the day after when everyone's just kind of, like, palling around the house, Abbott Elementary. What? Unbelievable show. It's so good. It's so funny. And, like, it's dry, but it's appropriate. Like, it's, like, it's just easy. Like, it's easy listening. You could be with your grandma and laugh, or you could be with us and laugh. Like, it's yeah. just good. I love it so much. I think it's so funny. That's one I'm, like, really vibing with. Um, what's another one? I'm trying to think. So we talked about another old show that, like, some of you have probably, like, binged. But The Sex Lives of College Girls oh, yes. on HBO. Anything Mindy Kaling. And a new season's coming out. Did you know that? Wait, I did not. A new season's coming out, like, I want to say now. Maybe oh next week. Oh my god! Let gosh. me look it up. It's like crazy. You guys, yeah. you have to get on that. It's also like easy, but like kind of like a parody of like live in college. But honestly, parts of it are definitely accurate when it comes Unbelievably to like just college accurate. life. Um, another one that we were talking about before. A little bit scary too. I have another one that I thought of. But wait, the second season is coming out November seventeenth. I'm I'm done. What I'm day is ready. it right now? I'm ready. It's almost October. October. I mean, it's almost Halloween. <laughs> I'm crying like it's a right. Oh my gosh, the fake fall of New York. We're almost there. We're but almost there. White Lotus <gasps> on HBO Max. Also, love White Lotus. Amazing show, y'all. I Second season it. coming out this Sunday. So thrilled so for that. So Sunday, October 30th. This October 30th. Is, so this episode, by the time this episode comes yeah, literally. out, y'all are going to watch everything. It'll be amazing. White Lotus is so funny. I love that it's so serious, but not serious like at not. all. Like there's a drama behind it, but everyone is just over the top crazy. Like I love it. The last episode, when the guy with the suitcase, mm -hmm. I gasped. I audibly gasped. At my yeah, because there were a lot of things disturbing. that we didn't expect on that. Unbelievably disturbing. Um, but so good. Another like cute little, actually not cute little, not cute, <laughs> but like gorgeous. Um, also really scary. Not to give this man mm, fame, even though he's already famous. Dahmer. Like it is. You will not be able to binge. I cannot binge that unless one. you're a psycho. Yeah. But it is interesting, but it yeah. is dark and it yeah. is scary, but I do feel like everyone's watching it and everyone's talking about it. Yeah. It's definitely like top, I think right now, probably top two most watched on Netflix. Yeah. Which and that's a whole other thing we could go into. Like, why are we so fascinated by serial killers? I think, I don't want to say it's like an American thing. But it kind of is. I feel like it probably for sure Like, is. I think people are definitely very obsessed with, like, serial killers, like, psychopaths. Yeah. And, like, not in the, like, admiring way, of mm -hmm. course, mm -hmm. but it's more, like, fascinated by it. It's I mean, like a train wreck. You can't look away. I'm also, like, fascinated by it, yeah. obviously, because you're like, why the hell are these yeah. people doing what they're doing? And the fact that, I mean, he even, like, his most of his victims were like men of color or like children yeah which is like way worse you Disturbing. know and like sometimes i think the problem that some people have watching these shows is like oh we're kind of humanizing these right. people too which i mean they're not 100 percent humanizing him they're telling the story of 
his background. Right. But, yeah, it's just a survey. Yeah, like, I don't need him to, like, look cool or, like, you know, like, mysterious and interesting because of Evan Peters. But it is interesting. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think one part that I hate it from the beginning is that neighbors call the police so many times. (sighs) And not to, again, give another spoiler... But it's just kind of like you you can see there that it was, you know, it was mostly also like black woman calling mm-hmm. the police and they were just like say, Oh, it's fine. Yeah. They just like, like, oh, they brushed gay. it under the And rug. like the fact that he would also use the gay card yeah. and just say, like, oh, it's just gay stuff. Right. And then the police officers were probably like, I don't want to say homophobic, but they just were like, Oh, okay, I don't right. get that. No, it completely. Was 70s, right? Yeah, they didn't get it. So they were probably, oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like they're just dating. Right. Instead of like investigating more when, like, all these neighbors were, like, concerned. Yeah. So I think that part was, like, disturbing for me. Yeah. But Ugh. on an easier note... Psychotic. Yeah, let's not even think about that. Let's think about something light again. What's another one that I'm, like, a classic fall one that I always fall back on is Gilmore Girls. Just, like, easy to binge. I'm all about the shows that you can just put on in the background and it can just, like, be good. I'm definitely into that. And I've been watching Game of Thrones, the original. <laughs> Which, you know, it's so funny. As we were talking about that earlier, I was like so not about Game of Thrones because I'm like the incest, the twins. And then here I am being like, I love Salt Lake City. She's married to her grandpa. Like, am I the biggest hypocrite in the whole world? Like, hello, it's still incest. It's still incest, girl. That is still, in the title of today's episode, that is still incest. (laughs) I'm kidding. But no, tell me about Game of Thrones because everyone, I think I'm one of the remaining people on this earth that have not seen Game of Thrones. Okay, I want to tell you something. Tell me. I never watched, like, the most nerdy shit that I've watched probably is, like, Harry Potter. And even then, it's like, you know, I was a teenager. Right. I think most of us were into it anyway. I never saw it, but I'm with you. What? I know. Isn't that crazy? Okay, what? So maybe that is something I should do. I just, I never could get into that mythical vibe. That's but see, not my vibe. Harry Potter was the only mythical, I mean, Twilight. Is that Twilight? It's not mythical. Whatever. I Harry Potter. I know. It's unfortunate. I'm like, no. No, I know. Okay. And the episode ends here. Harry Potter was probably, <laughs> like, the more, like, out of this world sort yeah. of thing that I really loved. And, like, I even went to the Harry Potter immersive experience in Westchester, like, Crying. yesterday. Like, everyone on my Instagram is probably tired of me today, specifically. I'm so dead. Whatever. I loved it. I loved it as a teen. I loved the books, whatever. But I couldn't really get into Star Wars or, like, the Lord of the Rings. Like, yeah. I thought those were, like, heavy and nerdier. Yeah. Even though the other day someone was, like, fighting me because they were like, oh, no, Harry Potter's way nerdier than Lord of the Rings. No, 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 no. Twisted. It, that's the other way around. And I don't even watch get it together. any of those. And I know like, get that. it together. Yeah, completely. So I never watched Star Wars, right. Lord of the Rings, and going back to Game of Thrones... When yes. it came out, I think I was, like, end of high school, beginning of college. So, honestly, I could have been into it because I was still into Harry Potter at that point. But I just felt like it looked, like, boring. Like, Viking shit. Yeah. And, like... Dragons. Yeah, like, dragons. I was like, I'm not into this stuff. Yeah. But now that, like, the new spinoff is out... Mm-hmm. Everyone has been telling me it's so good. And even the people who are not into, like, yeah. fictional, like, sci-fi or, you know, mystical world right. stuff, they actually love Game of Thrones. Everyone loves and it. And now, within a month, I've been literally binge-watching every single night in between that. And then after, I'm like, okay, this is kind of, like, not dark, but a lot of killing sometimes and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I end up watching Abbott Elementary. Because you have to just, like, top it off with a nice little cherry, a nice light, light cherry so you can go to sleep. Exactly. I love that. So I kind of go into Game of Thrones mode, and then I'm like, okay, I need to watch something nice. Yeah. Something quick. Yeah. That will make me laugh and not have nightmares. Completely. But although Game of Thrones is not, like, scary, you know, like, there's parts that, again, like, there's a lot of blood or, like, things. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of fighting. There's so. a lot of fighting. I've seen the fighting. But it's juicy. I think you would love it. Okay. So maybe. There's drama. Maybe I will, because now that I think about it, I do vibe with the incest on Salt Lake City so maybe I could get over that I think you will because I mean the whole thing with Game of Thrones is that there's multiple families there's multiple storylines until the end okay so it's not just about who you're thinking about right like 
you know, the siblings that, like, have children together. That's so it's, crazy. It's not just about them. Okay. It's about mu- multiple people who are essentially trying to gain power of the Iron Throne. So, okay. again. And I've seen that big it. chair. I've seen the chair with the big old things. I, I know that chair. Exactly. <sighs> okay. So, we're going to get you into Yeah, that. maybe that'll be what I do this winter because, or really, like, now because this is when everything starts gearing back up and I'm ready to, like... Be in the bubble bath, be watching a show, have a glass of wine. We love, which is essentially what we're doing right now. No, literally. Talking about shows and drinking a little bit of wine. I love. Um, So now that we're coming to the end of this episode, obviously you've been amazing as always. I could truly talk to you for hours. I mean, we'll probably do this again because I love these like roundup situations. No, same. We just did a fashion, you know, trends episode. It's been doing so well. Love y'all. But it's been doing so well. So I kind of want to get more into the pop culture like roundups yeah and recommendations so i'll definitely have you on for another one i'm so ready and maybe yeah talk to everyone but for you all to keep in touch with rachel she also has her own podcast that she's like revamping right so tell us about that and where people can find you yes so in the meantime, if you're just dying to hear this crazy voice, me and my roommate have a podcast that we did have that used to be called I Literally Have No Clue. It was one that I came up with in, in quarantine because I literally had no clue what I was doing and I just was like, what's anyone doing? So I was like interviewing my friends and whatever and then it stuck with my roommate. Um, but we revamped it because she's a part of it. it. It didn't really stick with her vibe. So now it's called Dish Please. Which I'm obsessed with. Love that. And we'll be trying different dishes. Like, while we're talking about pop culture or talking about, like, dishing on our lives. Mm -hmm. And, like, some of the things that we'll try, it'll either be, like, taste test of, like, something that's a knockoff or, like, a name brand versus, like, a, like, generic brand of, like, let's just say apple juice or something. You know, like, a little taste Mm -hmm. test. Like, hmm, I feel like this is better. Whatever. So Dish Please, um, on Instagram, you can find me at Shady Rach, S-H-A-D-Y-Y, Rach. And that's me. We love. Well, I we better do some collab with your podcast. No, one million percent, yes, as soon as we come on, like, you'll be dishing. Because you will be dishing. I will. And I will tell the truth. No, literally. I love it. I'm so ready. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This is amazing. I just love love you. I'm so glad that we had a robber in our first building that bonded us. Honestly, he did us a bigger favor than he could have ever imagined. Honestly, shout out to you. Shout out to the robber. And... See you all (laughs) next week. Bye. Bye.